This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti. Once again, going solo. I promise Remy's going to come back soon at some point, but doing the show solo again. Great to have you with us on all of our radio stations across the country. And if you're listening to the podcast, we truly appreciate that as well. Our guest this week, Atlanta Falcons punter Bradley Pinion. I spoke to Bradley a few years ago. He was on the show when he played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think it was during the COVID era. So it's been a while. He went on and won the Super Bowl that year, but now Bradley's with the Atlanta Falcons, and he's doing tremendous things, and I really want to talk about that, and you'll hear more from him coming up, but let me just share a little bit of what Bradley's doing, because everyone out there can kind of get an idea, and and if you want to, if it's on your heart to help out, you can also find ways to reach out and do that, but Bradley, he's leading a group of football players along with Compassion International, and, and they're using football really to bring awareness to a new initiative that's fighting the impact of poverty. And this is called the Punch for Purpose initiative. And it was started by Bradley and he gives credit to his wife, Kaylee. They wanted to make a difference around the world and and support child survival centers in the developing world. And, And they're doing this in partnership with Compassion International. So every time Bradley Pinion punts a ball and it falls within the 20 yard line. So he's got to pin a team inside the 20, $1,000 will be donated to charity through the Punch for Purpose program this season. So last week in week 14 of the NFL season, and, and those were all the games um, that took place last week, 12 other NFL punters joined Bradley in this program and in the Punch for Purpose initiative. So that was really cool. And, and several are doing it along for the whole season. And, and really, like when you think about this, and I was having this conversation with my daughters, because we have it, we're so blessed and we're so fortunate. And there are so many people across the country who don't have just access to simple, basic needs like clean water, for example. And when a woman is pregnant and all the things that I, I remember when Remy was pregnant with twins and, and that was a whole other level of, you know, carrying twins and there's concern there and, and things going on. You never know. And you're constantly, you got appointments with the doctors and everything else. That's not these kinds of simple, basic needs. And they don't have access to that. And, and these numbers are staggering every year, 2.6 million babies living in extreme poverty. They don't survive their first 28 days. And most of them die within the first week of life due to preterm birth or delivery complications. That, to me, is a staggering sad number. And in many regions of the developing world, mothers also face severe and life-threatening conditions. Approximately 830 women die every day from pregnancy or childbirth complications. Think about that. How sad is that? So, after learning about the conditions that mothers and babies are are kind of forced to go through on a daily basis across the country, Bradley began reaching out to as many NFL punters as possible and asking if they would join this cause that he and his wife, Kaylee, are really pushing forward. And it's on their heart, and it's been their dream to have every punter in the league participate by the end of the season. And 
every punt that's downed inside the 20 yard line will supply a, a mother and a baby with access to health care, food, and clean water during that first critical year of life. So the donations from these punts, they're going to be used towards funding 500 child survival centers, which really is going to help moms and babies in poverty receive some of that proper care that they need, some of that education and nutritious food and the clean water and the access to medical care and uh, a birth assistant during childbirth. And and it just really gives them a community of spirit and emotional support. So in two years, 500 fully funded centers could save the lives of 25,000 moms and 25,000 babies. So this is a really awesome cause that Bradley Pinion and his wife have launched, and it's together with Compassion International through the Pro Athletes Outreach, and there's so much more that you can, if you would want to learn about it and find out, Bradley will talk about that, but I want to get into a little bit of a passage that I was reading this week to my family, and it's in Luke 9, 46 to 48, and you'll recall when an argument, this is what it, it reads, an, an argument started among the disciples as to which of them would be the greatest. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, took a little child and had him stand beside him. Then he said to them, whoever welcomes this little child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For it is the one who is least among you all who is the greatest. It's a a very important lesson that Jesus is teaching his disciples is they're arguing who's going to be the greatest. And we can now look back and, and think of all of the disciples and, and what they were able to do in their time with Jesus on, on earth. And, and then we think about the Bible and the new Testament and think about the apostle Paul and how many books he wrote and all of that. It, it just, it make it makes me kind of think about, the conversations we we have in sports about the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Who's the greatest quarterback in the NFL? Is it Tom Brady? Is it Joe Montana? Is it Peyton Manning? Well, I, to me, it's it's pretty simple, and to most people by now, it's Tom Brady. He's won seven Super Bowls. And then the argument in the NBA, is it LeBron James? Is it Michael Jordan? Jordan's won more championships. LeBron's done played such a lengthy career and it's got all these numbers and well if it's only about championships Bill Russell won all these so we have these arguments in sports about who is the greatest and and here are the disciples in front of Jesus and they're having this conversation about who is the greatest and and here's the truth the true measure of greatness in Jesus's eyes isn't about what we do for a living or what we accomplish or what we accumulate or how much wealth we have or any of this. It's not about championship rings. It's not about Super Bowls. It's not about the NBA title. It's not about the World Series. It's not about MVP trophies. It's not like this is the world's greatness in relation to athletes and then whether it's entertainers or whether it's whatever profession people are in, we associate greatness with wealth and status and fame and, and glory. No, that's that's not the true measure of greatness in the eyes of the Lord. It's simple. It's what we do for others. That's that's where Jesus sees greatness, in what we do for others. How much do we help other people? How much do we impact this world? 
by our goodness, by our care, our concern, our love for humanity, our desire for peace, our willingness to spread the gospel. Those are, when you think of it in those terms, when you think about greatness in the eyes of Jesus, in those terms, it affords everyone an opportunity to be great. We all have greatness within us. No matter where we are in life, no matter what our status is, no matter what level that we fit on in a socioeconomic world, whatever it is, doesn't matter. None of that matters. Greatness, true greatness, comes down to our hearts and our willingness to help. How much we want to show concern and this, not just show concern, but act on it. It's one thing to, I'm concerned, I'll pray for you. What else are we going to do? How are we going to help someone else? How are we going to impact the world? And here we, we have these disciples, these, these men that Jesus reached out to, and, and he pulled them one by one, and he asked them to follow him. And we know none of them were perfect. We know they, they've had some flaws and some issues, and some, among them are sinners, and, and we're all sinners. And they've got some character flaws, and they've got some anger management issues, uh, Peter. And, and they are all, all of these, like, it sums up what society is filled with. Folks with different backgrounds who at some point battle different kinds of adversities in their lives, yet they're called together for a purpose, and Jesus has called them for a purpose. And they're working together, and yet at this moment, as Luke writes in chapter 9, 46, 48, they're having this argument about, well, who's the greatest? Who's the greatest of all time? I, I, I think of Muhammad Ali talking about being the greatest boxer. I'm the greatest of all time. You don't see that. I know when I've asked Joe Montana this question about the goat, the goat greatest of all time quarterbacks, and he gets uncomfortable having that conversation, right? The humble players and athletes across the different sports, they want to allow everybody else to talk about their greatness. But we have within us the opportunity to be great every day. We have within us the opportunity to be truly great in the eyes of the Lord. And I love how Jesus, he knows our thoughts. He knows our hearts. He knows what the argument is about. He knows what the apostles are doing here. And he takes a little child and he puts the child beside him and he says, whoever welcomes this little child. Think about how we sometimes dismiss kids. We just shoo them away as if they're an annoyance or something. And he says, whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For it is the least among you who is the greatest. I think it's such an important lesson here. And, and I love that this is on a, an episode where we have Bradley Pinion. He's a punter for the Atlanta Falcons. He's, he's a guy who nobody wants to see on the field from 
on his team side and from the fan base side. Because when Bradley goes out on the field, that means he's punting the ball to the other team. The offense has stalled. The drive has stalled. They're not in field goal position. They didn't score a touchdown. And now they're giving the ball to the other team. So punters are, are the guy that nobody wants to see. And, and you think about that in terms of the greatest, right? And, and who gets all the accolades in football? It's the quarterbacks and it's the skill position players. And it, it's what he's doing through the Punch for Purpose program. And, and he'll talk about this too as well. And I, I ask him about the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee because that, that's that's greatness within your heart. That's greatness from your character. That, that's what we're talking about here. That's what Jesus is talking about. How much can we help other people? How much do we impact other people? What are we doing for the kingdom? What are we doing to spread the gospel? What are we doing for those who, who need us the most? What are we doing for those who can't do anything for us in return? That's where greatness is all about. So up next, you're going to hear from Bradley Pinion. You're listening to Faith on a Field Show. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. With 33 convenient locations, Heritage's Dairy Stores desires to be your deli of choice. Heritage's full-service delis offer great-tasting products for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Harry Egg Breakfast Sandwich, made with two farm-fresh eggs, cheese, choice meat on a fresh Kaiser roll, makes morning simple. Heritage's famous subs are built on freshly baked Lysio rolls and feature Dietz & Watson premium meats and cheeses, freshly sliced anytime. Making lunches at home? Try one of our lunchbox specials, which are sure to please. Heritage's Dairy Stores, our family, your hometown deli. This is Derrick Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonthefieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the entire interviews on there. Sometimes we cut them short for radio. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on the Field and tell as many people, please, as you'd like about the show. If you'd like to be a sponsor and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at faith on a field show.com. Our goal has always been the same since the start. We want to be on a sports radio station in every state and try and reach as many people for the kingdom. If you don't have a business to advertise, but want to help the ministry, we do have a donate button on our page at faith on a field show.com. Our guest this week, Bradley Pinion, he's in his ninth season in the NFL, his second with the Atlanta Falcons. He spent Three years previously in Tampa Bay, won a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers the 2020 season. Bradley started his career with four seasons in San Francisco. He is the Falcons' Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. We talked about everything that he's doing for Punch for Purpose earlier in the show. And here's my conversation with Bradley. Bradley, welcome to the show, man. It's great to have you on again. And uh, I really, as I was saying, I love what you're doing with Punch for Purpose. Tell me a little bit about what you and some of the other punters around the NFL are are working to do. Yeah, so um, first of all, thanks for having me. It's great to be back. 
Um, but no, Punch for Purpose is an initiative. I got to give credit to my wife. Um, she kind of came up with the uh, idea, and I'm just the the person that can actually go out there and punt a football halfway decent. Um, but no, it's an initiative where um, every punt inside the 20, uh, my wife and I are donating money. Um, and then we had the idea of like, hey, like, let's see if we can get other punters involved. Um, so there's, I think, about five of us that are doing it for the whole year. Um, and then just last week, we had what we call the Punts for Purpose game. Um, and there was 13 punters around the NFL um, that agreed to do it. Um, it's super humbling when you have an initiative to something that's near and dear to your heart. Um, and other guys want to kind of get involved and get behind it. So it, it was super humbling and super cool to to see the uh, the punters around the NFL kind of rally for a specific cause. The cause we're doing is Compassion International. Um, they have a Fight for First program that helps with their survival programs. Um, and the survival program is basically um, it helps moms and babies. So moms while right before they give birth and while they're pregnant um, and then up to the child's first year of life. And without this, um, the death rates and the the poverty that they see is um, outrageous. Honestly, it's like 4 million babies die a year before their first birthday from poverty. Um, 830 moms die. Um, so it's, it's, it's crazy, crazy numbers. And me and my wife expecting our first, first baby any day now. So it kind of really hits home um, that the, the care that we get to, to have and the care that we're have access to um, these people don't have access to. We're just trying to do our part to change that. Yeah, it really does change your perspective when you're about to become a parent. Like I was reading through some of those numbers yeah. in front of my daughters who I have 10 year old twin girls and they're like, daddy, like, why does that happen? And, and I said, we're just we're more fortunate. We're more blessed where we are to have access to all this stuff. Don't take it for granted. There's so much so many kids out there, so many people out there living in different countries and parts of the world who don't have this access, just simple things like, like doctor's care, water, whatever it it may be. Have you had Bradley an opportunity at all to, to visit any, any outside of the country or see anything firsthand? Yeah, that's kind of what really was a driving force behind this. Uh, My wife and I had a chance to go with compassion to Tanzania this past off season. Mm. Um, And we got to see um, just how scarce water is, um, the, how, immense the poverty is um and it was just like man it made us realize one how fortunate we are um and it made us also to kind of question like hey guys like why did you put us in this situation why did you put us um with these resources with the 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 blessings that we have um and we came up with like you know what it was to make a difference and it was to help the people that might be a little less fortunate than we have but you know what was crazy is when we were over there um they don't have all the access to the things that we have, the medical care, the just, just fresh running water, a place to wipe your face, wash your hands. Um, but the joy that they had, um, it was like, we kept saying that you were the whole time we were there, we were like three seconds from crying or three seconds from the greatest joy we've ever experienced. Just because the joy that these people had the welcoming spirit, you could, you could really feel that they were like filled with the Holy spirit because that's what they had to rely on. Um, without the Holy spirit. I mean, I know personally, I'm not strong enough to deal with what they're going through, but you could really see the Holy spirit in them. And it just like exuded from them. Honestly, it was, uh, it was super cool and super, um, life-changing, honestly, to 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 go over to Tanzania and to see exactly what, what they're living in and what we're trying to help change. It's interesting you say that because I speak to a lot of different players. Every time they go to a different country, and get they, they come back with a similar response. I go to make a difference and I come back and my heart's changed or my thoughts yeah. are changed or I've got this new perspective. And, and, and that's really, you, you asked a tough question, like why does God put 
me in these positions and and, and other people. And, and I, I think you arrived at the perfect answer. That's how I look at it. Like whatever blessings we have, it, it's not for us. It's to glorify his kingdom sure. and to give back the best way possible. How how satisfying, I guess, is the word maybe. Was it for you that other players have joined you in this campaign? Like I, I saw as many uh, for last week and, and the rest of the guys. No, I mean, it, I don't know if satisfy, satisfying is the right word, but it's it's just super humbling. Um, it's yeah. really cool to see the um, other parents around the league express their faith, honestly, and express that, hey, there is a need out there and they want to get involved and help it um, fix that need. Um, like I said, it was just something that I didn't expect hardly any punters to do it, honestly. Uh, but I honestly, it was wild because I just slid in their DMs, to be honest, the ones <laughs> I didn't have their phone numbers and was like, hey, this is what's going on. I'm trying to get all 32. That's my goal. Um, hopefully we can do that one year. But to have almost half, um, I mean, it, it's a great, great start. And just to see, um, I mean, we're already almost over $100,000 raised. Um, probably maybe even over it. I, I don't know the exact numbers, but it's just super, super cool and super humbling um, to see just really punters is such a tight knit community and to really for them to come together and support something that me and my wife are so passionate about and then them get behind it and be passionate about it too. I mean, it was, it was awesome. It was something that I'll, I'll never forget and hopefully to build upon for future years. I mean, this is not a one-year thing for me and my wife. This is something we want to continue till I'm done playing. Um, and try to make the biggest difference we can possible. I'm a firm believer that God gave me these talents of punting a football or as a football player um, to make a difference. Um, I don't believe he would just do it just to show off what he can do to, in one person. I think it's because he wants us to be the hands and feet and go do his his work for him. Um, and that's that's what we're trying to do. Does it put extra pressure on you, man, to get that punt down inside the 20 to make sure you, you pin it in there? You don't get the touchback. Do, do you feel that at all? Have you thought about it at all throughout the course of the season? No, I wouldn't say it's extra pressure. Um, it's just extra rewarding um, to know that, one, it helps the team first and foremost. Um, when you put the defense out there and they get to pin their ears back and go after them, um, it helps the team. And punties, I mean, not always what fans want to see. So I'm trying to put a positive spin on that also. And then, I mean, putting the ball inside the 20, like I said, is one of the best things a punter can do. So why not add a little bit of extra goodness to that? You know, most punters are also holders. Yeah. And how and, and that wasn't always the case. I remember when I first started watching football, it always be the backup quarterback. Um, it just made more sense for a punter to become mm -hmm. a holder. How much work? I don't know. I, I don't think football fans realize like how much work goes into that making sure this the long snap or the snap is there the punt the hold is there and then the kick is is, is there how much work goes into that you know it's really funny my first two years in the NFL I was with one of the greats to do it and Phil Dawson and um I didn't hold in college so he was going to make sure I knew how to hold um and so I caught 100 jugs um, from a short job every single day and practice holding and really I can credit him to making me into a halfway decent holder at least um, because I it was just the hours put in and I would I'd catch it put it down and he'd look at it and be say yay or nay essentially um, and whether it was a good hold or not and really just the repetition and then there's just a big trust factor like I have to trust our long snapper Liam that he's going to put the ball where it needs to be with the laces at least somewhere close to straight um, and then Koo's got to trust me that I'm going to put the ball down and get the way the lean he likes. And it takes a little bit of time. I think that's why you see sometimes when these kickers come in on short notice 
and they're they're not as accurate as they usually are. And it's because there's a trust factor and the kicker may not fully trust the holder yet or the holder may not fully trust the long snapper or any any of that. If there's any broken strand in there, um, it makes it really hard for a kicker to go out there and do his job. So it it I'm fortunate here to have Ku who if I can mess up this the hold, he can still make it. So um it, we have a really good group here there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes of just talking about different different leans and different spots and different holds and um we have a really really group here and it makes it really easy when other guys trust each other and we work really well together Bradley I know you don't do any of the the great things and and all of the the giving back and the charitable stuff for the accolades but what does it mean to you to kind of be recognized as a, a Walter Payton man of the year nominee um it's super cool um and again very very humbling um you never like you said you never set out and do these things to achieve especially something like the Walter Payton man of the year it's kind of a I don't say a byproduct of it but it becomes a byproduct of um I personally think sharing God's light um and it's just super humbling that the Falcons would even consider me um yet along choose me to be their Walter Payton nominee um, and to represent, I mean, there's only 32 of them picked every year. And to represent the Falcons um, among those 32 um, is super cool, super humbling. And I'm just super grateful that the Falcons um, even picked me. As for the Punts for Purpose program, I, I know what you're doing. If anyone listening or watching wants to get involved, how can they do that? Yeah, so you can go to my Instagram. Um, the link's in the bio of my Instagram. Or it's just compassion.com backslash punts for purpose. Um, super easy. You can donate. A single time, you can join your favorite punter um, and donate every time they have a punt inside the 20. Um, really, you can sponsor a child through Compassion. You can just, wh- whatever whatever lays on your heart um, to get involved um, is a tremendous help for the, the moms, the babies, and for Compassion. Um, they're fighting a problem that's probably not going anywhere anytime soon. So um, any money is much appreciated and any donations are appreciated. And, but it's that Compassion.com backslash punts for purpose. Bradley, throughout our conversation, it's obvious to me your Christian faith is kind of the driving force in in your life. How does it help you in a day to day act, just in the locker room and on the football field, uh, at home, whatever it may be? How how does that just really? How is that everything for you? Um, yeah, I think it's very freeing um, when you know you um, have Jesus Christ that died on the cross for your sins. Um, it allows you to have the freedom to mess up, not that you're looking to mess up, but it allows you that forgiveness when you do mess up. So you can go out there and just give it all, give it in every moment, try to glorify him with what you're doing. And if you mess up, it's you you have that forgiveness already. It was already bought for you. Um, so it, it's super freeing to be able to, in my opinion, be a Christian and go play the game of football, be a husband, be a father, be a friend, be a teammate, um, because you know you're not perfect. You know you're going to mess up. And it allows you that freedom to be like, you know what, and accept that you messed up, accept um, what you may not be great at and give it over to the Lord. And that's very freeing. It's like a weight lifted off your shoulders. You don't have to carry that burden of trying to be perfect um, because there was, in my opinion, there's only one ever human to walk the earth that was perfect. And that's Jesus Christ. Um, and I'm, so I'm just trying to be the best example of him and get as close to him as I possibly can, knowing that I will always fall very, very short. Bradley, I appreciate you and, and, and everything you do for the kingdom. And, and you said your wife's due any day now. So uh, yeah. good luck. Wish you guys a ton of blessings. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's it for this week. Thank you to Bradley Pinion. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field Show. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti, reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. 
Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free.